Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents One Minute with the European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 46. I'm your host, Dan. Hey, everyone. Ooh, now we're past the halfway point here. We're going pretty good. What's happening in Zombie Lake and Burial Ground from minute 46? Well, we are starting with Burial Ground in this episode, as you could tell from the opening theme music. The previous minute ended with... James? The guy with the mustache, the writery guy, on a balcony shooting zombies in the head. And we talked about that in great detail last time. But uh, the previous minute ended with him poised on a zombie who kind of looks up at him and someone's going to get shot in the head. Enjoy. They're leaving. Give me some more cartridges. Those were the last two. Hell! Well, maybe they'll leave us alone for tonight. And someone will try and get in touch with us tomorrow. Come on. it begins with two quick boom booms to zombies heads i, I think they're different zombies um because you, you, you you see yeah the one head explode and it's it's interesting well maybe it's not that interesting but because you see you see the one zombie at the end of the the, the previous minute kind of look up then it cuts to james with the with the with the shotgun he fires and then you see a completely different zombie head explode and then it cuts back to him. He fires again. And then you see another zombie head, which looks like the first zombie head explode. I'm wondering if it's... I think it's meant to be two different zombies. That that would be my that would be my thought, is that it's two different zombies. Um, but clearly, the, if, if, it, if it is two different zombies, then the zombie's head is back together again after the first... I mean, my thought looking at it is maybe they had two cameras on it. They had like a dummy zombie head set up to... A, or a dummy zombie with uh, set up to have its head explode. And they shot it from two angles. And they liked the angles so much that they just said, let's just have him look like he's shooting, shooting it twice in the head or shooting two different zombies. And those zombies do send the, um, the others... Those zombies getting shot in the head do send the others away. And unfortunately, though, that we're out of shells, which is too bad... You think she would have said, these are the last two, rather than, you know, I'd like to surprise you. You know, we're not... I mean, it, it seems a strange thing to surprise on. You know, like, there are 12 zombies down there. I'm the one who has the bullets, and I'm handing them to you. I only have two left. You should maybe say, hey, these are the last two. But, um, you know, this ain't like, I don't know, this... I, 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 you know, there are certain movies and TV shows I always refer back to. One, one is Last of the American Hobos, the Titus Moody film. And there's a thing in, in the Titus Moody uh, in it where they ask, someone asks why uh, hobos always keep the liquor uh, in, in like a brown bag. That's so you can't see the bottom. That's so you can't see when it's ending. As far as you know, you have an endless supply of booze um, and then suddenly it's gone. And you have to work from there. And that's sort of what like she's doing to him. It's like, let me make him think he's got an endless supply of bullets. And I'll only tell him when it's done. You know, so he doesn't have to worry about there not being bullets. Because as far as he knows, until I tell him there are no bullets, there will be 
bullets. There will be bullets. So, yeah, so... Gosh, now I want to watch The Last of the American Hobos again. You know, I've tried to purchase the soundtrack album for that movie twice now. Uh, uh, once, I think, off of eBay and once off of Discogs, uh, where I got the Heavy the World's Ruins album for a decent price after looking for it for like 12 years. Um, and both times I've gone after Last of the American Hobos, it's been the same thing. Maybe it's the same guy. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm going to have to refund your money. I can't find this album anywhere. Come on! It's Christmas time in Hoboville. I'm sorry, that was a tangent you didn't need to hear. Because there's not a lot that goes on in this minute. They, they go away from the window. The zo- I like the, the zombies. We, we see uh, from the balcony. We see... Now, not it's not really a point of view shot from James and... Mama you know, the mom. Uh, it's kind of through the grate of the balcony, so it's kind of like a knee point of view shot. And you see the zombies walking away, but it's funny because it doesn't look to me like they're shambling. It looks like they're just walking like regular, like someone forgot to tell them. You got, you don't walk like that, like a zombie. Or maybe even it was like, maybe even the camera was left on. It was like, okay, everyone back to position one. And they just, and all the extras kind of walk back like regular, but they're leaving pretty quick. Um, And I like that too, that these are zombies, not only do they have the tools, not only do they seem to have some brains, but they don't want to all get killed again or get uh, properly annihilated. They're they're not up for that. That's not what we're here for. That's not, you know, why we're here. Uh, We're going to walk away, regroup, figure this out. And then we get the zombie who starts climbing up the side of the building. The Harold Lloyd is a zombie. There we go. Although he's got this mask on and it's just like, that's got to be. You're getting some kind of stunt super hazard pay because it doesn't look like you can see out of that thing and they're having him climb up the side of of the place. I mean, maybe he knows where all the handholds and footholds are. And he doesn't go up that far, but he does start climbing it. We do look down at him as he's coming up towards us. So he is climbing. Um, but, uh, I mean, it isn't... I mean, it's just one story off the ground. I mean, if you... You know, I could hang off that balcony and drop to the ground, no problem. Well, maybe not at my age right now, but I used to be able to. Uh, but, yeah, and, and the minute ends with him getting up into a window and kind of, like, climbing up into the window. He doesn't look great. You could see his eyes, which is interesting because most of them you can't see. And I couldn't really see his eyes when he was climbing up, but I imagine this would have to be a mask where it's like, give me all the visibility you can get. I mean, it looks like they have the mask in such a way that like he could probably see straight ahead, but there's probably no peripheral. So he just has to keep focused on where his hands are going and know that his feet are going to go there in a minute and climb. I like some good stunting. I always like, you know, climbing up the side of a building or something like that and I could have been a stuntman. I should have been a stuntman. The thing was, when I used to do extra work, whenever they bring on the stunt people, they, it's like they do a stunt. I mean, I, I was on something where there was like a barroom fight kind of thing, and they, they brought on the stunt people for like a half an hour, and they just threw each other into walls and onto tables, hit each other with chairs. At the end of the half hour, everyone applauded the stunt people, and the stunt people kind of waved and left. And I thought, that's what I want. You know, I want to be the people who are like, you know, I'm going to stroll on the set for half an hour. I'm surrounded by extras. I'm going to make 10 times what these people make for standing here for 10 hours in a half an hour. Now, granted, you can get hurt, obviously, but you could get hurt as an extra too, getting bored to painful extremes. Now, yeah, sometimes it was fine. Uh, but yeah, so this minute is, they're apparently out of bullets as far as they know. There might be more bullets there. Who knows? Some of the zombies left, but one of the smart ones 
has climbed the side of the building, is peeking in the window. And I love, and we'll hop on to Zombie Lake, but I love that music that's playing right there. I just like the, I just like the music in the movie in general. I think it's really great. You know what would be a fun movie to match with up the uh, match this up with that I have watched just recently rewatched because they both have a same sort of free for all. Oh gosh, I should have maybe no nah, stick with zombies. I was going to say this might have been a fun one to match with. Burial Ground um, is is Alien Two on Earth the the cave one that ends the bowling alley. I hope that's not a spoiler. Uh, that one is so goofball, just super goofball and super fun. Kind of has the same rollicking spirit as Burial Ground. Oh, sigh. <sighs> Gosh. All right. Well, anyway, Zombie Lake. Where were we? Oh yes, escorting the mostly nude volleyball gal. Uh, off the table in the bar in the tavern and um, yeah her friends are being killed by zombies and listen just these are up these stairs careful there we go there we go hello inspector this is the mayor I can't imagine you really mean that. Mm-hmm. I'll stop worrying. Sure thing. I'm sending you two inspectors. Fine, goodbye. Ah, you can say the war did him no good. The man's right out of his head. You know what he says? Huh? A bunch of ghosts is about to attack his village. <laughs> Kill all his inhabitants. And he wants some police reinforcements to fight them off. You know, he's always been a bit mad. What do we do? We'll send him Spitz and Moran. They'll have a couple of days vacation. Oh my gosh, the inspector's sending out Spitz and Moran. How did that guy become mayor if everyone like else in, in charge in the in the vicinity think he's not? Oh, well, I guess I'm just trying to figure out the geography here that the mayor calls the chief inspector, I, I guess. And he's sitting there with this, he's an older gentleman. He's sitting there with an even doofier looking older gentleman and the camera's just kind of on them as they're they're talking and having these bits of random conversation the war did him no good i don't know what that means i don't do 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 wars do people general good i mean like the the people in charge who run everything who like world war one i'm sure all the all the uh, folks sitting way behind you know the trenches and everything they had a fine time but the folks in the trenches um, did not so so the war didn't do him any good i don't know what that means he's always been a little wacky how did he get voted in as mayor you two look like just a bunch of old crotchety guys who as far as I know might be in another corner of the mayor's house from the set they're on and I like the fact that the inspector guy gets off the phone and he's talking and talking the guy sitting next to him I don't know who this guy is has a stack of folders in front of him he delivers a line and then immediately for his second line he looks down at the desk in front of him what do we do and and gives his next line and then a little later when he has another line he looks down again and looks up hey you know what I think that script might be in front of you and i always it's it's funny because you have movies like say um night of horror hey where clearly the script is on the bar in front of uh the two guys in the opening sequence uh then you have what what is it is it um is it nail gun massacre with the lady in the in the like um convenience store or or general store or whatever it clearly kind of has the script in front of her you know and it's easy to it's sort of see sometimes when people like have scripts in front of them 
but the thing with but the thing with that is like Night of Horror was a bunch of people making a film. Well, not really for the first time, but but uh, amateurs making a film. And uh, Nail Gun Massacre was kind of the same thing. Whereas this is Eurocine. These they've been making films for ages at this point. Why do they hire this guy who who can't remember more than one line at a time? I mean, unless it was like a surprise. I mean, I like the fact that they're all so old. You know, it's like, we're going to send Spitz and Moran. Yeah, and they're going to be real old too, right? Don't bring in anyone. We don't want anyone young coming in. I just, I love the office they're in, and I love how drab it is. And I love how the the random mix of things on the desk that are like, I, I guess these could all be things that would be helpful. Um, I like, yeah, I, I like, you know, there's a lamp on the left and there's another lamp on the right, you know, but, but and yet there seems to be a bright light shining down on them. You know, I, uh, I I just love the setup of this room. And what's that little door over on the right? There's a little door right next to the guy who can't remember his lines. And uh, maybe he wasn't meant to remember his lines. It's like, I'd like to be an actor. I have, I have one drawback. What is it, Sidney? I'm sorry, I was doing Howard Vernon, Sidney Applebaum from Love and Death. What is it, Sidney? I don't remember lines. That's okay. We'll we'll put the script in front of you. You just don't make it too obvious that you're looking down at that. Sydney, could you make it a little less obvious? It's like, oh, could you tell I was looking down? Well, every time you're about to speak, you look directly on the desk in front of you instead of at the person you're talking with. Oh no, did I did I do that again? I'm Sydney. I don't remember the lines. I get it wrong all the time. I'm I'm the goofy guy uh, on Zombie Lake. And I, I would love to know what the inspector has in front of him. As far as I know, I can't quite see it. As far as I know, that's probably a copy of the script too. We've hired two guys to do this scene. This is going to be their only scene. Neither of them can remember lines. I just put the script in front of them. It's, it's Zombie Lake. You know, we just spent three minutes watching lovely ladies frolic in the water. We just spent, like, the first 20 seconds of this minute. I'm sure they weren't talking minute by minute with a kind of lovely lady who was mostly nude. Um, who cares if they can't remember their lines? No one's going to remember this scene uh, as the movie goes along. And, in fact... I didn't remember this scene as the as the, when it cuts to them. I I I, I thought I remember it being something like the mayor asking for help, and then they send the two inspectors. And I like this that he says that ghosts are going to attack, and he needs some police assistance. Was he really saying that? Would you really say that? Why not? Who and who knows about the Nazis in the lake? I guess is is the thing. And doesn't that seem a strange thing? Like your mayor, if you're the ins- chief inspector, your mayor calls up and says, "Oh yeah, we got some ghosts attacking people. We need your help." You're, I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's do this. Let's get this taken care of. It just seems a strange thing to say. I guess. Although a lot of people in the area seem to s- hold some stock in some sort of ghost thing. Whereas these two don't, I'm wondering how far away they are from everything. And I don't mean like the mayor's in the other corner of that room or something. Eh, all right. So, so yeah, so it's these two guys who I love dearly. I would love to spend an entire movie with these two dopes just sitting at a desk. They're so great. They're so Eurocine to me. And, yeah, we get the mayor briefly on the phone. Um, and then, But before that, it's taken the um, mostly new gal up the steps. And... Um, I don't know. I became fascinated by her feet as they were carrying her. I don't know why. I'm not. I'm not a feet guy, but um, I just liked her feet. She she's kind of got one leg kind of crooked, and it's uh, well they kind of they holding her that way. I I didn't write it down. Um, but yeah, they're taking her up, and that one guy who looks like the mayor from Dark Side of Midnight is kind of leading. Come on, this way. Be careful. And oh yeah, and then um, 
the the person who yells "careful," that's that's only on the English dub. That's not on the uh, the French dub. I like that someone decided they were probably just recording. Okay, help help her up the steps. Get her up the steps. Careful. Leave that in. Leave that in. Yes. So that's this minute. The mayor has called Chief Inspector, who thinks the mayor's crazy, to send some inspectors over to help stop ghosts attacking people. Uh, they took the mostly naked gal up the steps in the tavern slash inn, and um, that one guy can't remember his lines. And at the end of the minute, he's clearly looking down at his lines again. So he's about to speak. Yeah. So that's minute uh, 46. One minute with European zombies, circa 1980, episode 46. I hope you're enjoying the uh, ride here, folks. And let's see what, what happens in the next minute. Maybe we'll get to meet Spitz and Moran. Maybe it'll be Aaron Moran. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my gosh. Mark Spitz and Aaron Moran. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I'm in. I, I'll stop here and we'll dream. <gasps> dream of that. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> 